It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 59, The Two Doctors. There are two doctors this time. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, Toby? The TARDIS has been working properly and capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. Resulting reaction. Despite it. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, my name is Eric Grissom. And I'm Dan Johnson. And that was probably the smoothest first take intro yeah, you've ever done. I feel it. I feel done. it. You know why? Because Because wow. uh, you weren't thinking about it. Yeah. Fans of the show who are peeking through my window currently will notice the <laughs> clock on the wall says 3.30. Oh, yeah. That's We're true. usually morning, uh, Sunday morning people. Today we are. Somewhere around there. And here we are in the afternoon. afternoon. I just saw Avengers. So I'm, I'm uh, living that Avengers... All hyped up on a, hyped, a, Avengers uh, riding that adrenaline. train uh, all the way down. It was a very good Aven- movie, but that's all I will say about that. Avenger uh, adrenaline. Yeah, it is Sunday, uh, friends, May 6th. Yesterday was free comic book day, Dan. Ooh, and okay. And one of the free comic books uh, was Doctor Who. See here? The Doctor Who by, it's put out by Titan. I don't usually read Doctor Who comics. I think I, I've talked about here uh, on the show before. Despite loving comics and loving Doctor Who, the two never came together. But it was free, is and it, I picked it is up. Is it mostly because uh, uh, you don't want to read it until you're offered a gig writing for it? Is that why? That is part of it. That's probably that is part of it. I would as say I that's complained, emotionally part of it. Yeah, I complained the other day because uh, I would, I could, I would love to do that. Um, but the reason why I bring that up here is there's yeah. uh, one of the stories. It's like four kind of mini stories. Yeah. Uh, one of them is uh, you get Ace and you get Sylvester McCoy. Oh, Doctor holy crap. Story. So I guess they have a new book, a new title, gonna you know run with that Doctor. That was very good. It was my favorite of the. There's like four. There's really three, you know, six page or six to eight page stories in here, and then yeah. there's a fourth which introduced the new Doctor, but it's literally just a one page thing. Okay. The yeah, I think I great. saw I, I saw a, a screen cap of that. Yeah, and it does yeah. look great, but it's hard to know anything about like the one panel I just saw was the doctor emerging from the TARDIS and she has a smile on her face and like I don't know anything about the character, so it doesn't yeah, mean that's anything all, to right. me. I, I, <laughs> like this I don't is know not what that a is. spoiler because um, there's yeah. nothing to spoil. Right. Uh, but it you know that that'll be cool. But I, I just are, wanted to bring up it's called the Armageddon Gambit. No, it's not. No, it's not. Isn't? It? Yes, it is. It's called the Armageddon Gambit. <laughs> Uh, written by John Freeman and art is Christopher Jones and Marco Lesko did the color. So if you're into the on classic cover, series, you had other. There were other doctors on that cover. Oh so God. who, who do they? Talk about who do covers. They? This is the. This is why I don't. Ooh, like I don't like that. Properties. I don't those like all a- feel like those are those are screenshots that no, they ran. That's what it is. It's it's uh, photo real. You know, it's a, a photo of uh, you know Matt Smith, David Tennant, and Capaldi. Those are just photos. They're not like no, photo real drawings. That. And that's like a oh, common theme with comics and licensed materials, whether it's, you know, Charmed or Doctor yeah. Who, whatever. Um, and I hate that. I want I want my covers of my comics. To I be think drawn. the covers are so important. You know what else I hate, Dan? When they what adopt else? a book into a TV thing or a movie and then they redo the covers 
And oh, they you, they retro. Yes, yeah, I don't like that either. I know from the movie on it, and I hate yeah. that. And whatever. Yeah. I, As a big reader of like all through my childhood, all through adulthood, really uh, reading Stephen King, he's had probably about twenty different covers per book because it's been going on forever. And then they get redone because there's the movie version. Like the the it ones are all different yeah. now because of the movies and. That always bugged me too. There was there was a series where they went through and redid his entire catalog. I guess they did that a couple of times, but there's just one artist. They felt like they were all of a piece. That that was pretty nice. But I'm going off on a tangent. I would prefer covers that have very considered cover art as opposed to, and it doesn't have to be the same, uh, you know, penciler that's doing the inside of the book. It could just be, but as long as there's some thought behind it, and it's not just a freaking no, photo. No, yeah, I hate when it's in. a photo, and I understand. I'm sure there's a spreadsheet somewhere that says, <laughs> uh, "Dummy, this works." Um, yeah, because obviously yeah. people that are familiar with the show, they were going to be drawn to the comic from whatever. It's fine. My question was, you have you, on that cover, you had photos of the three most recent doctors. Yeah, and each one of these so the, has a story in it. So okay. there's plus the one with Sylvester McCoy because I don't see him on the cover. Yeah, no, he he doesn't get the cover treatment. Son of a. Um, but he is yeah okay. he is one of the stories in it. Okay, gotcha. That's it's what it's fine. That's, it's all just, it's all good. So just I uh, want to do a quick thing because it's uh, my world's merging, and I would yeah. recommend that maybe if you're interested in the Sylvester McCoy a story, uh, or you know as a team, it seems like they're launching a new. Uh, comic title about them which is strange considering they from what you were tweeting they didn't make an appearance at comic-con at new york comic-con they did i don't know why they canceled i mean they do yeah. appearances all the time so whatever right, right. yeah i was ex- excited because i did east coast comic-con i guess it was two weeks ago or no last week last week last week yeah feels like forever mm-hmm. um and i was you know it was cool they were going to be there but they did not go so if anybody somehow went uh, on my recommendation, I apologize, <laughs> but I also don't apologize because you didn't stop by to see me uh, to tell me that. So obviously, um, they weren't too upset about yeah, it. Yeah, you weren't you weren't too into the show that you wouldn't stop and find my table, which was in a corner while simultaneously being in the middle of an aisle. So you know you're really making it. Uh, you feel really well when they're like, Where, "Where's my table?" Yeah, you're in the closet and you have to move sort of the cleaning supplies uh, to set your place up. Sounds super convenient. It's though. cool. That's, let's that's talk nice. about let's talk about two doctors. <laughs> oh, uh, right. Which, which two do you want? To talk I want to get into it. I want to get All into right. uh, this story. Unless this you have story. anything else. How no, rude of just, me! I'm just rambling. No, that's fine. You're we're off on a tear. Let's do it. Yeah, the two doctors. So, yeah, two doctors. All right. So hit Dan, the, hit the button and let's just right. jump into the madness. <laughs> Long way from the war, aren't you, Stike? Going badly, is it? On the contrary. And thanks to the information you've just given me, I shall be back in time for the crucial battle. My money's still on the Rutans. Into the machine. Time, Lord. Why? Oh, of course. You don't really expect me to give the Santarans the power of unlimited time travel, do you? Oh! Or your comrade dies. Get in! This is The Two Doctors. This is the fourth serial of the 22nd season, Dan, of Mm -hmm. the show we watched called Doctor Who. Shoot, Uh, wrong show. Yeah. Be right back. It's written by Robert Holmes. So what an exciting uh, return to form that we're getting more Robert Holmes stories. He's pretty much written 
everything. He has, but we have not seen or, him in a while. He's that's he's, true. He's been he's been away. I mean, um, since so that like, was yeah, that was very yeah, exciting. Fourth Doctor, maybe fifth Doctor. I don't think we've seen him since the uh, Caves of Andrazani, right? Yeah, I think that's that's right. I'm looking to see if there's anything after. Nope, that was the last one. So yeah, it's been right. so it's, it's been a while. Time. In any case, yep. this is directed by Peter Moffat, who we've seen yep. before as well. I think this is the last one that he directs. Okay. That, that um, we watch. This is a story that starts off with the uh, second Doctor and Jamie. Jamie's back, kilt and all, or he eventually gets that kilt back. Yep. And they're going to be inspecting the space station Chimera, Dan, mm-hmm. because they are unhappy that they're getting too close to time travel and. I know this is the description, but this feeds into your whole rant before about, you know, if everybody has time travel and why aren't they using the, what were they, the delirium crystals? Or sure. From, from the, the, <laughs> that other story that we did. Um, meanwhile, at the same time, uh, the doctor and Perry uh, are at fishing. the beach. They're fishing. They're, they're fishing. fishing and hanging out and... They all end up together and everything's fine. As you can see, I went to see the Avengers uh, instead of writing the uh, <laughs> the description. And I told Dan before, I was like, yeah, I'll just wing it. But when yeah, you watch he, a story that has sure a guy called Shockeye that spends the entire movie just hoping, hoping to eat human flesh um, uh, and uh, doesn't get his wish, uh, I know. what else is there to say? On that note, Dan, I toss to you, what did you think of The Two Doctors? I liked two-thirds of this story, meaning it did not need to be a three-part story at all. If we had cut out a whole bunch of stuff and tightened it up to a two-parter, this would have been a fantastic story, I think. Well, I will, and, and to clarify there, this is a three forty-five 45 minute, minute. So this is really like a throwback to our old six-part uh, yeah. Doctor Who stories. There's a lot, yeah, of, and, a lot of stuff. And see my previous comments during that time period where I said the story is too flabby. You could cut out half of it and we'd be much better off. I think that's the case here as well. I mean, I liked I liked so much of what was happening here. We'll come back around, but like talking about um, uh, Shockeye, I think was an incredible character throughout. Really funny and also gross and menacing at the same time. Um, you know, the whole storyline going on with the the scientist at the space station and uh, their attempts at time travel. And you have, um, what's his name? Dastari. Uh, yeah, the old, old cocaine glasses. 1980s A&R uh, executive. Right. If you needed to buy cocaine in Studio 54, you had to go find Dastari uh, by the third stall from the end. Um, the second Doctor was just so fantastic. It was so good to see uh, Patrick Troughton and also to see Jamie. That was just a lot of fun. Uh, it's unfortunate that there wasn't so much interaction between um, the two doctors, and what interaction there was didn't feel all that great. It just kind of, I, they just there was no chemistry there. But it wasn't even like the lack. It wasn't just like bad blood, which can kind of happen with some doctors. Some doctors don't like seeing each other or whatever. It was just there was just nothing. It just felt flat between the two of them. So that bugged me. But the main thing, I think, the whole story, we could have just dropped. Everything with the Santarans and dropped, <laughs> unfortunately, dropped everything with Oscar and Anita. And that would have been. No! I know, I know, I know. I no! put them in that order. I put them in that order. Drop the Santarans first. And then if we'd still too oh, loose and flabby, on, then we can cut back uh, Oscar and Anita. All right. I'll give okay. You, so yeah. apparently we got Oscar stands in the house yeah, here. I'll but... give you the drop the Santarans. Because they it didn't. It could have been it. any villain. 
and just needed some kind also, of threat to to. I guess, you know, I, but I, I'm no, gonna disagree there was no with real you. Threat. No, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm Go for it, with you, Dan. Do it. I love this story okay. so much. Like it's a awesome black comedy. Like this is yeah. one of the funniest, darkest. Yeah stories that i think that we've ever done and there's this whole vegetarianism thing that's running I mean, it's an undercurrent through it and yeah we've talked yeah. i'm a pescatarian myself so I, I i could relate to some parts of it but the thing that i like so much about the centaurans could have been any race but the fact that it was a centaurans fine was all the double crossing that you got where the centaurans are double crossing them and they're secretly double crossing them and i, I liked all of that interplay and tension like when they <laughs> they lead them into like the the basement and they dump that acid on them and yeah. everything and yeah like having all of that stuff where it wasn't just okay it's going to be the doctor and the doctor and their companions versus this uh andragums yeah. Uh, which at first I was like, oh, they're like clones, like Android. No, they're just no. subhuman, which has this weird race thing also going on. But um, I like the fact that you had two enemies that were also at war with each other that created this little neat Trinity thing I thought worked. What what were the, what was uh, Chasin and Destari, what were they getting from the Centaurans exactly? They, what were they getting? Okay, so... They're, they obviously I mean, let them into the space station to slaughter the scientists that were well, essentially... Well, Chasin does. I, it's not, she is does. Is it clear? That, no. I guess Dastari does because they kind of fake... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, yeah, that's Shaka true. Yeah. was, you know, there's like a nobility to their people and she was the heir of something or some household thing. Right. Whereas I think they were sort of liberating themselves from the oppressive scientists that were operating on them. Sure. Uh, so they used is the, that Santarans what the Santarans as were doing? military muscle... To, because they, they, well, technically, I, I guess they know. poison a lot of the scientists, too, with the food before yes. the Santarans arrive in Blanc. Yes. And then they were selling the, the time travel tech, but not ever really intentionally. They were going to kill the Santarans. So I think they just needed their ships. To get them on, I don't know. Out I, it, of it, feels, the, it was almost like a jailbreak. So I think yeah, that was I feel like we could have gotten there so much easier without the Santarans, just with this Chessine, who is now this you know god level genius. Um, they could have even developed developed her character more and made her more of a threat if she was able to do this all on well, her own lots without of these, needing the additional. Yeah, there's lots of th threads that you can pull on this story. I mean, it's full it's of problems. True. Uh, for one, it's like you talk about she's being genetically modified. And yes. her intelligence is, is is being amplified. But she also has mind power and the ability to absorb mind and memories and stuff. Like, yes. Where did that come from? That, yeah. This guy's got a box sure. of tricks in him that he could... Because they literally... She takes the memories out of that poor old woman. Yeah. But all Donna the, Arena. All this stuff in Spain was fantastic. I don't know. Somebody on Wait, in what way was it? Why do you say that? Oh, the music was great. The setting was great. The, yeah. It was fun. All, all at the same time being, like I mentioned, it's very much a, a black comedy because you have these scenes that are very funny and then the guy stabbed to death in the yeah. restaurant. I did not but see then Oscar. His death no, is funny. And then it's also uh, sad. So, but like, it's. it's okay. It's, for me, it worked. Okay, and I know I didn't I find de Oscar's death funny. I that. did. I found so that scene. I mean, we're jumping to the, to the end here, but 
you know, uh, having um, the second doctor and Shockeye in the restaurant, you know, gorging themselves, which was a great... We are jumping we in again because we'll we're back. also... Right, we're also missing the doctor and Shockeye as okay. the Sizzler sisters. Yes, we all prick. From Kids in the Hall, where they're just going, going, let's go get... And then they're stealing trucks. Those wouldn't happen to be your donkeys outside, would they? <laughs> Why no? I mean, we might have stolen them, but that doesn't make them our donkeys, does it? <laughs> and they're just talking about food, and it's absurd. I can't believe you referenced the Sizzler Sisters. That was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> That's so great. I gotta drop a, a clip in at this point, but... That's terrific. Yeah, and um, I feel like I'm glossing over, too, why I like Spain so much. And one of the things I had said... The last story that we did was I love the exteriors. And I did yes. someone on Twitter say you're never going to get any more exteriors? Well, this one was full of them. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was this this period is pretty much from from what we're learning on Twitter, one of the last we're getting. And and you I agree with you. Anything that's that's done as exteriors or location Yeah, the stuff is, that's outside and it, it was it fun. Looks great. It, this was a fun The studio one. stuff was fine with me. I didn't I I after, you know, watching these stories Typically, right. you know, I'll, I'll we'll watch the full story. Then I go back and kind of do some research, read what people had to say about it, check continuity stuff, whatever. And people really didn't like the um, studio stuff for some reason, but really appreciate the filmic sort of outdoor and location stuff. And, and I, I kind of agree. I didn't really have a problem with the interiors, but um, the Spain stuff was fine. But again, it just felt like, hey. We're just going to go on holiday. Where can we set it? Just like when they went uh, to that island before when we first meet Perry. It was just like, we just need an excuse to do uh, a getaway. Which I think, is, I think that's okay. Like it, Because how many times are we going to see people on a space station? Or we're going to see people in a hallway? So it's like an abandoned hacienda in the Spanish countryside? Okay. Like, yeah, I, I, I was down with that. I could have done without the, the musical sting every time we switch over to Spain of just the... Of the Spanish guitar, Spanish like a couple, I a couple chords, it. just but it was so loud and just so jarring. Loud. It's like yeah. I know where we are. You don't have to cue me to where we are. I get it. Um, okay, so maybe we should back up and we'll start off. the The story opens in black and white. Yeah, and we have uh, the second Doctor and Jamie um, in the TARDIS um, at a console that is not the sixth Doctor's console. And then I had to go back and look because I couldn't quite remember. Uh, but apparently it's not even the second Doctor's TARDIS console. Oh, that I didn't it's know. Not I assumed quite it in was the second I, Doctor's. Yeah, that's why I thought as well because I went back. I just, you know, jumped between the two different scenes to see if they were different. And it's like, yeah, they, they are different. It's not the sixth Doctor's TARDIS. So did TARDIS. you do research? But then from what, I was, from what I was reading, it's not even the second Doctor's console configuration. All right. Well, so yeah, that's, what I was gonna that's ask gonna you, lead in some other stuff. In yeah. your research, did it tell you at what point in Second Doctor's run this episode <sighs> took place? So we're gonna jump into that. Okay. I don't, I don't we didn't see no. we didn't see the death of the second doctor, Patrick. No, Trump. we didn't see that. No, we didn't right, see that. So I don't uh, know where he ends up, who's his companions at the time. Is it Jamie? Yeah. Just him and Jamie, or where are we? Right, so we didn't see the last story of the second doctor is uh war games. And we're gonna come back and do that again. Um uh, in the second time through, but Jamie and Zoe were his companions at the time. Um, at the end of that, uh, apparently, and I just found this out from the research because I, but I don't really tend to like these spoilers for ourselves. But I need to know this. Um, I don't know the details because I don't want to know them yet. But the Time Lord sentenced uh, the Second Doctor to a forced regeneration and to be exiled to Earth. We know that from having watched the Third Doctor stories. Right. That that's kind of what happened. So, 
So at the end of this, uh, that story that we haven't watched, apparently you begin to see the Doctor regenerate as the TARDIS goes flying off into space. So you don't actually see him regenerate. And then in the beginning, Spearhead from space, you see um, the Doctor falling out of the TARDIS, right. having regenerated. So obviously and the third Doctor taking place somewhere in his timeline before. So here's the crux, and I'm going to get I, – I want feedback from you guys uh, listening to this because this is just based on my research, and I'm not going to go back and read the voluminous – voluminous? That's it uh, – works that support this. But this is what a lot of people refer to as Season 6B. So it, it was meant at the time, from what I understand, that the end of the second Doctor, him regenerating and then into Spearhead from Space, was just meant to be continuous. Like that was just the next moment that you see the Doctor. But there had been a long period of time between the end of that season airing and the beginning of the next season airing, and, and then the continuity issues of, um, you know, the second Doctor comes back a few times. He comes back in uh, the five Doctors, um, the three Doctors, and each time he's older. So how is that possible? How can the Doctor be aging if that was the end of his timeline? So it kind of got retconned. Um, between this, some novelizations, uh, but before that, some comics, actually, um, that posited the Doctor was fighting off this regeneration, this forced regeneration, and at some point joins the Celestial Intervention Association, the CIA, and then right. goes off to work for the Time Lords. So he references in this story that he is working for the Time Lords, Wait, but they so can disavow him. Wait, say that part again. So he does join the CIA? Because we had yes. seen them in... Terror of the Autons, or or is it the Deadly Assassin? Yeah, I think is that would be Robert Holmes too. Them, they've mentioned them. They mentioned before. them before. You're right. I'm right. sorry. They have, but I, I don't recall which story. So so that's that's where this kind of fan uh, retconning was coming true, in. That seems well, no, but it does. It comes back around. Terrence Dix at some point starts uh, writing some novelizations and pulls all of this in and makes it um, official. So it's actually referenced on the BBC.com sites. It's it's now kind of went from a fan retconning into what we can consider to be part of the continuous So that um, is canon. saying that this particular period of time is happening... Between... Between... War Games and Spearhead from Space. So at some point, the second Doctor goes back and picks up Jamie again. They've been traveling and having a bunch of adventures at the behest of the CIA, sort of working for the Time Lords. So okay. when he all says right. in this story that he is, that was a whole long way around. And I'm sorry for all of you listening. They're like, I've spent so much time reading and, and looking at this night. Understand it fully. I'm just going to give you my highlights from it because all right. So I it takes place then after, uh, before. Yeah, fine. That's. But that was the thing that bothered me. No, I mean, I know it doesn't, but it, it did bother me because why would the Doctor be getting older? Why is Jamie so much older? Jamie really shows. It's, I mean, this yeah, is he does, but I just, 16 I don't know, years like, later. You know, uses suspension of disbelief. It's like no, none of this stuff makes any sense. So I'm like, he, he could be playing. It really didn't bother you at all? I didn't, no. Oh, no. It, oh, no. It, I'm, I'm glad I actually went back and found this and that the Doctor's references to working uh, for the, the Time Lords in a way that they could disavow him leads into that it that made me feel much better about it. it it really just it's obvious it's not like five years have passed 16 years have passed since like jamie right. had an active role in I the mean, show he's working for right the time lords he talks about that he talks yeah. about how the time lords have banished him yeah he mentions that so that yep. in a way makes sense because he was banished to earth and he just yep you know so this is what he's doing so in between all, before all, then uh, i could see that yeah up. but it, anyway yeah, so that's that's the season 6b stuff um 
so that also explains possibly why that console in the TARDIS is not his console from the second series, or from, from his series from the sixth season. It's something in between has happened. Why he also has this this device to recall the TARDIS. Um, why does Distari pretend to be drugged? Nobody knows. He I, he was, so he was working, I mean, it was part of Chasin's plot and yeah, but he, he wanted was, to frame the time lords that's yeah, why he was in on it so like he yeah. he hits his head down and he's drugged and the doctor's like jamie and then all of a sudden the santarans are there and then they're prisoners and then, then i mean that's really for the audience to think that he's not actually working he's not a bad guy and then he ends up being a bad guy and you reveal that when you get to the yeah to spain yeah it was like it's going going the extra mile to uh, for the his deception for, for the bit of misdirect, yeah. Right. I, yeah and then at the yeah. end, his his turn back to good is is rather quick. I feel it is like. unearned. It is absolutely unearned. unearned. Like Caesar sniffing blood or something, like or something weird he yeah. sees and he's like, ah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe oh, that scene was a little crazy. All that right, scene was amazing. Like, oh, yeah, that was little, amazing. Uh, so you're talking about they're they're in Spain and uh, the doctor's been stabbed and he's running off and uh, Shaka's going to go. Shaka, I think was going to go Chaka. chase after him. Chaka, be great. Chaka, and we could have taken out uh, Shaka and put Chaka in. <laughs> it would have been a different uh, Chaka. Different show altogether. Anyway, so we go chasing who, after. By the way, also reminds me of Barf uh, from You Can't Do That on Television. Like it. Any oh. minute I thought he was going to pop his head up and be like, I heard that. Or, yeah. you know, he's always taking roadkill and making it into a food, into which hamburgers. actually totally makes kind sense. Kind of works. He was a cook in, huh. uh, in any case. This all works. It's all coming together. Right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, to start, so, so the. the or, so it starts off in black and white, uh, switch, switches to color. The doctor's going to this space station to yeah, tell Chimera, these scientists to stop. This, uh, space station that is made up of nothing Just but scientists. scientists and they're working the on great things. Scientists. And you keep hearing about uh, Kurtz or Kurtz and Reamer or whatever. They, yes, these two we scientists. We never see are them, but their names come up a lot. They, they've developed this time machine and time, te- time technology. Time technology. And yep. to your point that we've you've talked about, Nobody's really supposed to be messing with time, but the Time Lords in there. And if they do, he's got to be monitoring, and they're going to cause. I guess. But yet, we heard about how they can get the. I can't remember the name of whatever the crystals we were getting right. from that TV in that story. Yeah, where everybody was using that for time travel anyway. But everyone in the galaxy needed to have that that mineral. Right. Of, so in yeah, any case, the, the doctor, the, the the doctor was there to sort of lean on him, right? And he gets a lot of pushback. Yeah. So, meanwhile, the Sixth Doctor and Perry are fishing, and boy, is Perry not having it in this story. She, I, we've said this before, I don't know why she's with him. Well, I, I don't know why she, anyone is with him, because they, they've taken agreed. this character, and he is a blowhard. Like, that's his Here's the deal. deal. If, agreed. But if she was like... I'm just out for adventure. I want to see everything in the cosmos. I want to. I want to meet new aliens. I want to come in contact with new ideas. But you know, my trade-off is I have to deal with this blowhard. That'd be one thing. But you don't even see that. She. It doesn't seem like she wants to do anything. There's. There's nothing they're doing that she seems interested in. Are we just missing all of the bits where the Doctor goes and shows her the wonders of the universe, and the only parts that we get to see are the parts where she's going to, you know, trip and get carried away by some villain? 
No, it's, it's it just I don't. There's that yeah. that chemistry is one thing, and you can get around that by saying she's just a woman who wants adventure, and she's going to put up with this guy, and that's the tension. But there's not even that. No, but just, Colin Baker on his oh, own, man. Like to do that kind of thing where he's sort of a know-it-all, and but he doesn't listen to people, and he takes people's ideas, and she'll say something, and he'll be like, "You're an idiot," and then he'll say the same thing, and that's the joke, which is supposed to be funny. Like that's hard that to pull work. off and still be charming and not make people just like, "Oh, that guy's a dick." Like, and right. it's not working for him, for me. It doesn't. I don't where I just it. find him repulsive. Of, mm-hmm. Like, it's almost, it's just not a, he's insufferable yes. to be around. So, I feel like we're in trouble because <laughs> there's still a lot more. Uh, we're far enough yeah. into the show now with him where I feel like, well, is it going to get better? And I think this is probably it. See, I agree with you, and I'm afraid that's the case. He does make some weird – when they're still towards the beginning of this, he makes some reference to – when he feels um, the second doctor uh, being, you know, drugged and everything, and and then he collapses and has that moment of uh, feeling the other's pain, he says – he doesn't quite know what it is, and he says to Perry that he thinks he hasn't quite synchronized yet. But, like, how long has he been in this regeneration? It doesn't make any sense. We don't obviously know how long they've been together because we only see these individual stories and there could be months in between each of these. But he's, it's not like he hasn't stabilized. No, like, I mean, it doesn't make and, any and sense. I guess for him, because he, does, he doesn't put the pieces together, that it's because the other, you know, his right. other self was going through what he was going through. He's just assuming, oh, maybe it's this, but it was really. But why bad. would he even think that? This is, he's done that five times before. Yeah, like he I don't know. shouldn't. Th- it just it just seemed like a weird line to throw right. in there. That's fine. And the other it thing just... is, the doctor was not actually tortured. That was a holographic illusion, because the doctor comes to the theory that oh, I've died in the past, and now right. we've created th- this experiment has caused this thing, and the universe is being destroyed, and. He comes up with that elaborate theory of yeah. like this the space time embolism. Not true, but he realizes it like two minutes later <laughs> in the story. It's like it's he comes up with this horrible thing that the entire universe is going to collapse in a matter of centuries, and then oh wait, nope, that's not it. Um, that was just funny. Like oh, I guess sure. Let's yeah, and the, and, and that. that whole thing too, where they say oh, you know, the machine t- immediately takes your imprint, and then it knows to just generate. That whole thing was kind of. Where Perry, because Perry, Perry looks in the Perry mirror in the the yeah. the tube of pain, mm-hmm. and he's like, "See, you're in there because you peeked in that hole before, and it took your yeah. you know your photo." Because they left the animator on because she so she looked in the mirror and no. it took her right. body. All to, I, whatever. to tell the time lords that the you know the doctor had been killed to to stop the investigation, but that's gonna start the investigation. <laughs> I guess it was probably going to be like, oh, okay, everybody's well, dead. No reason to look else into it. Happened here. Whatever. It, it's fine. It's all good. Ignore this other crime going on. There's just yeah. dead bodies. So that everywhere. was to cover their tracks. And and again, like I love this story, but there's lots of things in this there's story. Lots of problems um, in the story. So why does the, why do the why does the sixth doctor go to this space station? He pulls out like a list of all the different like he wants to figure out what's going on. He pulls out this list of all these brilliant scientists. It's like, oh, Dostari at this yeah, place. I mean, there's a lot of that where things, you know, the coincidence of like line up. Uh, sure, where it's like of course he's going to go there at the same time that well, this no, has he's happened. And go- he's going there shortly, seemingly shortly after that's happened. So right, holy but cr- within the wait, same, wait, no, like, no. you know, it, he know, didn't show but, like, up like, holy two crap, weeks before all this, or something. Sure. you know what I mean. So it, it's he has after. a time machine. 
He comes here. There's dead bodies everywhere. What's happened? <laughs> Why is the space station like this? I know. We'll get back in the TARDIS and come back a week earlier. <laughs> it really oh, just... Yeah. Uh, okay, so so there's that part of the time travel logic Which that, is fine, that bugs but me could, a little bit. You could honestly apply that to any story. I know. You know, so it's like, it, it's okay. It's no, like because because they do, they do later. I don't know if they, I honestly can't recall if it happens in the classic series so much, but in the new series, at least they talk so much about not being able to cross your own timeline and yada, yada, yada. So I, I think that's more of a new invention to help them because people can review these things so easily now and like, aha, you screwed right. up. Um, right. They put it, kind of put that stricture like there's fixed points in time and space and you can't cross your own timeline. But in this one, you know, the second doctor kind of says like, well, you know, with all the traveling we're doing, we're bound to run into each other. Yeah, it's no big so it's deal. Like, it's like no big deal. So yeah. like, sure, we'll just run into each other. Well, he's so like, yeah, this... I just hung out with all five of them not that long ago. Right, it was really not long. Yeah, it was like was two years previously ago. there were uh, the five doctors. But... I, it's this time travel stuff. I'm sorry, it's tedious. But if this all happened to the second Doctor, why does the sixth Doctor not remember it? Well, don't. Well, he doesn't no. remember it because the uh, exper. I don't. They kind of say it, right? It's the, there was something that happened with Carts and Reamer's experiment that created okay. this. Uh, sphere of time. That's that's how they were. He was able to be at the same place at the same time too. Where no, that was the theory that he came up with that he discarded I three minutes later. Part of his theory was correct. I don't know. Just not his own death, and that's I how come he didn't remember what happened. Okay, I'll go with it. I mean, it's right. obviously it doesn't matter. Like it, it's fine. Yeah. Like they don't need to think through all these things. I but it's like one they, of those things that, that as I watch form it, form of cover for yeah. it. I guess they, they, I wish they would make that a little more clear, but it's it's like that. And plus, the, what we had just talked about before of, of the actual actors being older, like just just nod to it and just give me something to let me not think about it, and I'll be fine. But just not really even say anything just kind of bugs me a little bit. Like just acknowledge it and then move on. I don't need a full theory, and actually, it's better if you don't give me everything because I can just. But don't ignore it. It's just yeah. That's I, I don't. I mean, I felt like again. I, Someone I'm sure will say, "Oh, this is why." But I felt like that. I hope they, they do. Please do. That, Tell me. I, I feel like that was part of that whole thing in the beginning with okay. Their I, I can buy it. Creating a blind spot or whatever. Maybe, maybe I maybe I was the one mistaken and, and kind of disregarded the entire thing once he realized it wasn't about his own death. Maybe you're right. It which really was just right because otherwise it would just be him sitting there going, "Wait, that's what happens," or "That's where I am," or you know, that's no fun. Sure. That's no fun, man. I, I just loved. Not. I loved the shock eye. From yeah. like, from so so to to your point. Yep. Uh, the doctor has this weird thing, and he decides that he's going to talk to his friend, the coke dealer, uh, Destari. <laughs> he goes. They find this footage. He realizes that he's not actually dead, and then he does a Doctor Strange astral projection into Where does he his have past, this ability. I don't know. Into Why his does he past have this self. Or, he's gonna. He's yeah. going. He specifically says he's gonna use telepathy and go into the astral plane. Yeah. And don't touch my body because it might kill me. Yeah. A when strange. did he get this ability? Apparently, he has it so he can see through the eyes okay. of, a, of a past incarnation of himself. Sure. Then he hears the bells of yes. the church, and that's enough where he knows exactly where to go, Boing. roughly where to go. Boing. And yeah. then we finally get to Spain, where we have. <laughs> The actor and 
you know, a huge nod to Robert Holmes for having this like one-off line of what do you what do you do for a living? Oh, I run a restaurant. And like it's just like this weird line and you're like, okay, well we'll never see that again. Oh, 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 end, oh, right, right. We right. end up in that restaurant where he happens to be working and well, will die. Don't sell Oscar short. He's an actor. And a an butterfly actor, collector. An incredible actor, apparently, based on his death scene, uh, who's just between gigs at the moment. So he's helping a friend out by running a restaurant and hunting for moths. Yeah, in him, the... him, him and his uh, companion, uh, the woman whose name I can't remember. Anita. She was great. I, I would have had more Anita time. Um, sure. Their whole, Who wouldn't? Like, it was, their whole thing was just so weird. It was strange. He's walking around killing butterflies with... Yeah, little cyanide that he he yeah. carries, which yeah. is then used. This episode is brutal. Like there's the doctors murdering people with chloroform laced cyanide, and uh, there's yeah. people getting stabbed, and it was it, it's there's rough. rotting bodies on a space station. There's butchery that's oh, gonna happen. Yeah, there's there's a lot cannibalism. But um, that's but another yeah, so one. We introduced this sort of funny comic relief uh, duo <laughs> that uh, eventually lead the doctor to the abandoned hacienda. Where an yeah, old lady he, gets snuffed out for no reason. For it no reason. It could have just been an abandoned... She doesn't just get snuffed end. out. She gets eaten. She does. But she there's no meat on her bones, and the guy's so no mad about She's that. She's all gristle and bone, poor thing. Right. So um, the, there's no reason to have her, because also the woman reads her mind... But does she get any valuable information from her mind? She just she knows that there's no one around for miles, yeah, even or no one's going to be near there, even though they're near Seville. Yeah, like that's could have looked out the window of the spaceship when you were flying it to figure that out. Right? Have we seen a, a Centauran battlecruiser before? We've seen the Centauran like the capsule, sphere? small ship, uh, landing on the the first time we saw the Centaurans. But uh, yeah, I don't remember ever seeing the spheres Centauran battlecruisers before. Well, the spheres, I can't remember Santaran, Santaran experiment. Weren't they in the spheres it, in that one? It was It was in a, uh, like a single-person sphere. Like, these okay. seem to me to be much bigger. Well, they maybe? must have been I don't know, you could ever see the three sp- people because you see right. that second sphere land and then three dudes walk out, one of them being yeah, yeah. Uh, the starry head of projects. Uh, Space Station Chimera. I'm going to spend all my time. So, yeah, so we get to there. The poor chef, uh, Shock Eye, literally does spend all three parts wanting yeah. to eat a human. Like, that's all yeah. that he wants. He has yeah. one goal. That was the whole reason they came to Earth. Yeah, because he wants to sample the, the, the local delica- uh, yeah. delicacies. Yeah, apparently. And he never tasty. gets it, and I sort of feel no. bad for him. I kind of wanted it to work out. It's I like know. every time he, you know, is getting there to hack, he got so hack close. people up. Well, that's that's what happens though. He, both Perry and Jamie, at two different points in the story, would have been butchered if someone else hadn't come in just to interrupt them just in yes. time. And I get so it's so lazy. That's yeah, so I, I, annoying. That's where I would agree with you as well. Like we talk about what are, you know, oh, oh, how convenient that he is going to see Dastari. But there's so many moments of convenience when characters are going to get killed. And the doctor's hiding, usually. doesn't seem to be even all that nervous that somebody's going to die. And then something dumb happens, like whether it's Perry knocking on the door before the second doctor's going to get his something cut off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right, too. something. I don't remember what. He's like that. Got a chainsaw or something to his face. Right, they were going to remove his occipital lobe. Yeah. yeah. Later, you're saying Perry is about to get killed, and I think he's interrupted Chasin by Chasin comes in yeah. or Destari come in. Yeah. Yeah. Same and then thing later, with later. Uh, Jamie. Third time, Jamie. 
Exactly. The same time. And I mean, with those those lazy coincidences, the doctor being chased by Shock Eye and stumbles across the moth net and cyanide just laying <laughs> laying in the middle of the countryside. He just happens yeah, to run. It's just exactly. that's that's lazy. All those kind of things. And but then he murders him like I've never seen someone murder before. He net over his face. It looks like it could then the holds holds the cyanide over shock eyes face until he collapses yeah. and that that takes a no, good like Layla 15 seconds could have been playing and it's like the scene in goodfellas <laughs> when he's taking out all the people that messed up the the robbery and then to top it all off he's standing over the corpse the guy he just murdered standing over his corpse and says you got your just dessert yeah oh that was so funny. but yeah <laughs> oh, that's what so i mean bad. like it is funny and dark and yeah. it makes no apologies how, about it, and because it commits to it, it works for me. How funny is, how funny is it, intentionally, and how funny is it unintentionally? Like I think like it's one hundred percent intentionally funny. I don't. Maybe Oscar's Be, death. Yes, I feel like Oscar's death is horribly violent, and then yes. I feel like when he dies. And he gives it this soliloquy from Hamlet. Like it's, it's intentionally supposed to be funny. It reminded me of but, Paul Rubens in um his death in uh. The Buffy movie. Oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I guess, except, fine, if it had just ended right there. But then there, Anita's at his feet. Her friend just got stabbed to death. The doctor goes running off and leaves Perry with the two of them. Perry's all awkward. Doesn't say a word. Right, just kind of taps Anita on the shoulders like, as if to say, you'll get over it. And then just goes running off. It was just yeah. real uncomfortable. It is. It is. And she they're selling it, and he talks about, like, you would never would have seen my Hamlet, right, or something. Right, right, right. Uh, we'll be there the on the opening says, night. like, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, okay. It I is mean, on the border of if it, it's not intended to be kind of winky, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I couldn't quite tell either. I couldn't tell which parts were real bad or somewhere like good Wait, bad. we got to back up a little bit because we Please talked do. a little bit about Perry and the doctor uh-huh. their relationship and both you and I came to the conclusion or not the conclusion but the thought that it almost appears that Perry mouths uh, a-hole at the doctor yes. when he's being a jerk to her or so he, he pats he her on the head and says that the human brain can be very effective when used properly, something to that effect, uh, and turns away. And she mouths something at him. And I went back and watched it a couple times. I will post the gif of it because I swear to God she says a-hole. There's no subtitles, obviously. There's no subtitles on that one. Yeah, I can't believe that she does. Although they let some things go by the censors, like um, who is the woman from Spain? Oh, uh, like uh, her shirt's coming open too, and oh, like Anita, you, Anita, you get yeah, yeah, full yeah. Full view of every, like, so like, I thought you meant the old woman. <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Donna top is off. <laughs> yeah, but I can't imagine that she actually says that. Hang on, hang on. I'm pulling it up right now because I, the pats her on the head. He turns away, and she mouths. No, it is absolutely a hole. It is there is no because it should be, and she's within her right to say. Oh, she he's it's completely earned. Because he, I mean, he, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, anyway, so that's fun. Yeah, and, and the reason why I bring up the actor's death being intentionally funny because there is no other reading to the shockeye doctor crazy person team up where the two old hobos put on their sunday best looking for food it was so fun 
That was ridiculously good. And I would I watch absolutely. a whole show of just them going city to city, solving crime, and looking for food. Like and possibly that. eating cats and uh, other uh, yeah. animals. And, yeah, and I, another thing is they so they hook them up like to a car battery, and they're gonna take uh, <laughs> the essence of this lower class or whatever humanoid type thing. Yeah, and put fifty percent in the doctor, but that's and then it's gonna start. Where's uh, the fifty percent? It starts building doctor? up and building up over time, yeah. and then hundred percent, and then it affects the other doctor in that timeline, <clears throat> so he starts to feel it as well. Now I. That I guess. Yeah, but do to, all to your, of the incarnation are all the incarnations of the Doctor feeling this, or is it also because of this experiment that they're in some know. sort of bubble? Right. We don't. Anyway, know. It's a little weird. Just, he gets a couple it would of jokes be great. about eating cats and dogs. Yes, it would be fantastic if we went back and looked at every Doctor, and somewhere in there there was a moment <laughs> where they just like got really ravenous about. Oh my God! It was all true from the beginning. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, if I ever get happened. put on one of these Doctor Who comics, I will absolutely do that with whatever Doctor <laughs> uh, they, they give me. Um, so, so they they do a line uh, that okay, well after this this procedure we have to stabilize him, and then yes. later on they kind of say because if we don't he'll just go back to normal, and he just goes back to normal like nothing's changed, right? So the that's why he regresses just, back to normal. It's just because they didn't do the stabilization they didn't do part the stabili- of it. Because later on when they're being yeah. pursued, um, when it's Shockeye and uh, what's her name, Shasin? Uh, no, what's Chassin. her name? Just, well, yeah. She Chisini. says something like, we got to hurry or we got to find him because if he doesn't get stabilized, oh, okay. him, he'll go right. back to normal. And that's what he does because they right. eat literally everything in the restaurant. And that scene was fun. That, like, that was like great. a funny, like goofy thing. And, and, and when Oscar presents the bill uh, to uh, Shock Eye and he doesn't quite know what it is and the two of them going back and forth about what it is. It, yes, I honestly, that was... Up until that part of this story, it was just like, okay, it's fine. But then you're right. I could watch uh, Troughton do this character, this version yeah, of the Doctor he committed. for ages. And the makeup was great. Like it was fantastic. It was awesome. I mean, it wasn't. Yes, the makeup itself wasn't anything. It was orange eyebrows and a couple moles. Yeah, but it was so goofy. But the way. Like it, but no. But no. Yeah. But it was his face. Like he embodied this different version this character so beautifully oh, yeah, like that's it. what i love he committed yes. to that role and it was great but yeah so so then you have the murder of the actor and it goes like i guess it's not funny or is it funny or is it um, yeah and then all of a sudden the doctor sort of is back to being the doctor right it just wore off then so yeah uh then there's a lot of this stuff okay there's a lot of time rules about now it's a symbiotic relationship between the Time yeah. Lord and the TARDIS or a time machine, and they've got to prime the machine, and then he takes Via the Flux capacitor out <laughs> so it doesn't work, and then he puts it back in, but he changes. He's like messes Just with enough. the membrane enough that it's only going to yeah. work. There's a lot of that like, okay, I get. Like the story yeah. parts of this don't hold together. But for well, some reason, the parts outweigh the, you know, it's it's better than the sum of its parts or whatever. Right, the, right. I mean, I... On that. Maybe have it reversed. No, I agree. I think it's it's the these the things that are about this, this individual story are pretty good. It's the things when they try to expand the mythology of it. So now there's this Raslan imprimatur that primes these... T- t- yeah, and there's the, the Brio Nebulizer, and who... Right. No one... Because that seriously. is their, we should say, the original plan... Or the plan of uh, uh, Dastari and uh, Cassini. Cassini is to somehow isolate the part of, you know, the Doctor's 
yeah. biological makeup that figure out where that is with it and extract it in some capacity and give it to her. Right. Because he's going to, you know, superpower her even more. Yeah, exactly. And, and that goes beautifully well. Yeah. Um, again, it's just like, it seems like a lot of complication here, which is fine. Yeah, but then there was just so much other, then there was just so much other stuff that didn't really need to have all this. Yeah, well, there's like, lots again, of still... extra details like, oh, the Suntarans are going to set up a booby trap on their ship that the guy's going to forget about and then go to fly. And then it Right. Up. No, he just <laughs> totally killed himself, right? That was a cell phone. He 100%. And it was like, okay, okay. what are we going to do with this guy? Well, we'll just have him kill himself. Yeah. He totally gave, fine, gave us an explosion, which was cool. So you got that. Yeah. I think there was a lot of cocaine on set, perhaps. <laughs> like something maybe was going on. Allegedly. We can't Allegedly. confirm yeah, or deny that that was the case. But it could have been. Uh, yeah, did we did we do everything already? Did we cover the whole two doctors? Because I know we got some feedback to read. Through. Yeah, I don't. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, well, there was a second. Um, where where is Shock Guy? He's been mothballed. So he got oh, two yes. quips about this guy he just murdered with his bare hands. Which speaking, was yeah, speaking dark. of Shock Guy, did you think that his betrayal, him being betrayed, uh, would have had more of an effect than it did? How how betrayed was he? Really? Well, he got shot and then, or tranquilized or whatever, and then put on the operating table and hooked up to the doctor. Remember he? But was he going to be killed from that? I mean, they he were just going to be his killed, genetic. but he just yeah, wanted so to I don't eat, know this. and so they didn't say, "Hey, we're going to do this to you." Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, no, that didn't. I thought he, he was going to be. He more wasn't in any danger. He no, was like back on her side almost immediately after. Yeah, I, that was fine. I felt like man. they were going to play with that because there's the whole thing. Where you she's know, no, she's, she's between traded. cultures, right? So yes, she's talking yes. to Dastari, and she doesn't want to give up on her roots, and that there's that back and forth. But that might that, have been more interesting. Yeah, that never that. really went anywhere. No, I mean there was it never, didn't. you know, it would have been more interesting had they done a little bit of that. But yeah, it was fine. There was so much else going on that they needed to get to, uh, including. I just hope they get to go back fishing because we heard about Gumblejacks about twenty oh, times so in this. So many times Gumble. I, I was story. like, is that a real thing? I should look that up, and I did not. No, that why would you? You know, it's not. It's just a stupid made-up thing that they kept doing over and they over again. They kept saying Gumblejacks. Killed me. Yeah, Gumblejacks. Gumblejacks. Okay. But um, I did I, to talk about the vegetarianism thing. I did oh. like the idea that there were, you know, the parallels, and these are dumb animals, and it doesn't matter, and they don't, they don't feel. There's a line about not feeling pain, and people have right. said that all the time about eating animals that they're, you know, they don't feel as they much don't feel pain as humans, and it's just they don't feel in the same pains. way. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I did learn, and I I didn't do much research, but I did see that Robert Holmes was a vegetarian at the time that he wrote this. I don't know if he remained one, but that was part of his intent. No, he was up until this point, and then yeah, he then made he just hungry. So he's like, eating once you go on Gumble Jacks, you just, you're done. No you're done. going back. So yeah, I mean, I think we oh we didn't. We, I mean, there was Jamie really wasn't put to a whole lot of use here. Nope. The fact that he was kind of left behind on the space station and living in the bowels of yeah, it for who knows how long. Perry, and then, like a savage, yeah. uh, only to get I mean, how those long really dumb uh, neck pricks thing that the doctor is carrying around. Like, remember yeah. he just started yeah, poking I, him with the, he's doing like acupuncture on his neck. And the doctor hypnotizes him, which is very much a master sort of thing to do, which yeah. felt weird. So he's, the doctor's gained a lot of powers yeah, in they're this just story adding some things in for the, no reason. As uh, soon he'll be able to fly, uh, just for no reason. It's fine. Um, what else? Oh, we, we did actually, I couldn't quite tell. I'm going to check again when I go back and make the gifts. I think Perry is in 
lower high heels this time. <laughs> but yet she still manages to trip and fall and get attacked by uh, Shock Eye. Uh, so that's fun. At least she gets to do that. I will oh, say she, one positive. Oh, she also character. faints once. She, she faints does. while they're on the space station. So she faints, trips, and gets captured all in one story, which is like a trifecta. Considering all of that, uh, she bothered me less so this story than others than the last one. I don't know what that means. If okay. I, if, um, enjoying her more, or she had better things to do in this one, or there was less of her. Or there was <laughs> I don't know. less Maybe. of her, perhaps. Um, Maybe, but. I guess. I felt yeah. like there was not as much whining and stuff in this. I guess there was a lot of screaming because she's going to be eaten. And by the way, I it's feel like, like yeah. they send her into the house. Yeah. She's supposed to be the causing the distraction, which I think she actually came up she with a pretty a nice plan she where she was like, yeah, I'm going to be leading a group of Americans. And Chessini even says to her Americans as though she doesn't quite buy the accent either, uh, which was kind of fun. Right. Uh, yeah. They just put her right in peril, but that's fine. They had other things to do. That's cool. Anyway, I think we, I so think I think we, we, uh, we covered this one. We, Overall, I mean, yes, I, I liked it, even though we can pick apart all the things that I don't, maybe just don't make sense to me, and everything else actually was really great. Yeah, but I really liked it. If for no other reason than seeing the second Doctor and Shockeye oh, go yeah. on a eating binge, like, that's all you need from just this, for that, this, this is, story. This is definitely a story I would watch again. Oh. Easy. I would watch it again entertaining. with some fast-forwarding. It's sure. not my favorite by any means but it right. it was enjoyable like it it was different than some of the stuff we did it's absurd yeah and it's it's bonkers and i i like all that i can't imagine what this what this story would have been had it not been the sixth doctor and maybe been oh, like even the fifth even the fifth something. yeah if it had been tom baker for sure but even if it had been the fifth doctor it would have been i think more interesting than having it with this one but regardless it is what it was uh, uh, overall pretty good yeah, what did you think, uh, listeners? Let us know. Um, did anybody tell us yeah. what they thought of this one? I think we got, I know we got one email that I'm aware of. but We got an email, but it wasn't directly about this. I did uh, let you guys know that we, this is what we're reviewing. Obviously, you can check that out at theolddoctorwhoshow.com, and you can see our schedule there so you can see what stories we're going to be doing. Um, so I just quickly asked uh, you folks yesterday, what did you think? Um, I got a reply from the Doctor Who Show, not to be confused, uh, sibling show here who says, uh, location filming looks great, uh, as it often does in the classic era. The story itself is too long, however, and just doesn't feel right. Very little interaction between two and six uh, is the most bizarre and missed opportunity imaginable. Real odd story. I think I mostly agree with all that. Yeah, I'd say that it was too long. I could cut out the whole Santaran stuff. Eric loved the Santarans and just wanted like double the amount of no, them. Uh, well, come on. Oh, I'm just saying I liked, the, I liked having I two villains that weren't on I the gotcha. same side. I like, I, the double I like the, the double crossing stuff was interesting. How we didn't actually speak about the the Santaran uh, prosthetics there was some on their fat face. On this bone you could have trimmed. Dan. Very well said. The um, uh, uh, prosthetic, the faces, the masks for the Santarans looked worse than they, they have in the past. <laughs> they were not good. They were really <laughs> bad, and they were not. They were just really bad. They were just horrible yeah. all around. Okay, so I just want to mention that real quick. Um, uh, our friend Bernard says, uh, enjoy that glorious filmic location footage while we can. Apparently that's going to be going away. Um, he continues to say, Peter Moffat shows why he's one of the worst suited who directors in the canon. His studio work is simply unacceptably, unacceptably lazy, but a good location film director. I didn't, I mean, it was fine. I, I think if, I don't know how much the director has a say in the overall production design for any given story, but I thought the production 
design and the way that they were able to use their budget looked great. I think all the interiors looked very good. All the studio stuff just from the production design work looked great. Yeah, it was maybe really maybe the lighting wasn't as great as it could have been. Maybe some of the I camera see, work wasn't liked, inspired, but it was fine. Well, I was it was gonna say, good. I, I kind of liked the light. There was a lot of like moody things with light coming through fence. Oh yeah, there was that. I noticed that too. Right when they're they're like in a barn, they're gonna go uh, pull up the trap door, and there's like, hey, everyone. Yeah, that the slatted light that looked great. Felt like well lit type movie pieces, so I I liked it. Uh, Lastly, uh, Chris Ups says to us, uh, "Why is the Sixth Doctor's incarnation obsessed with genetic mutation or engineering? Remember, this is uh, the Ranis thing, Ranny. Uh, It'll show up again." Um, I mean, I don't know that he necessarily had so much of an obsession with it as the story writer did. <laughs> like, it just keeps coming back around. Um, yeah, cool. yeah well, we saw, we've seen that in uh, Mark of the Ronnie and now yep. this. I'm trying to think of the other stories we did if they had genetic mutation in their... Yeah, but he's. it's not so much this, that number six is so obsessed with it. It just happens to be stories that take that have that as an element well, I around know. him uh, that's what i'm saying like yeah i think his point is that a lot of the stories for this doctor have to do oh with that. okay but i'm saying i we just oh, oh, i just okay. moved those I got two I we did right um yeah. so maybe there's going to be more coming like twin that's dilemma wasn't it was just math i think those kids were just mostly math. math uh vengeance <laughs> on varos that was the awesome one about the t- t- televised yeah pit but not did so we, much did we have mutation in that i don't know We'll see. Maybe Doesn't Time matter. Lash is all about genetic. I hope it's all mutation all the time. Um, so those are – thank you for guys for for those tweets. Um, we did, however, get um, a very nice email, um, again, at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com uh, from a listener, uh, Mike Inslee. Uh, Mike goes uh, at length about some recommendations that he has for us, um, including uh, we should go back and take a look at Blake 7. Um Apparently, yeah, a lot the of people Chassini have rec- in this Chassini in this was in Blake Seven as okay. a main character there, which is kind of interesting. To a lot of people have time. recommended um, that show to me, which I have not seen, but I, I should. Yeah, see. I I would like to check it out as well. It's all I think it's all on BritBox now, so we should definitely take a look at that. So thank you for the recommendation there. Um, let me just read the beginning. Um, well, only because it's so self-serving. You just said some very nice things to us, so um, I just want to enjoy that on the air. Um, he says, I've been meaning to write to you guys for a while, so I've got a few things. First off, I'm a huge fan of your show. I've listened to all of your episodes and often repeat listenings as I love listening to you guys talk whilst I'm going about my day. You have a great sense of humor, and I love the way you treat Doctor Who with equal measure fondness and fun poking. You guys make a lovely show. So I just want to say thank, thank you very much. That was uh, We appreciate that so much. Um, and he does go on to recommend some of the Big Finish uh, stories. Um filling in some of the gaps in our knowledge about stuff like that. So I will absolutely take your recommendations on those and also some recommendations on some stories that we should add for our second time around. So thank you very much for that email. Thank you. That's very kind. And you should also write us, uh, as Dan had said, and also review us on iTunes because we didn't get any. No, no, no new ones this time. or U.S.? Nope. Nothing this time. So... I know that we're getting more and more listeners as the uh, as the weeks go on, so we appreciate that. But you can help uh, spread the love by adding a review to iTunes, whatever iTunes store you happen to listen to, or any other place you get your podcast: the Google Play um, Store, um, Stitcher, Stitcher, etc. Stitcher. Um, that'd be awesome. 
Um, so yeah, right. I don't think we have anything else. If you guys want to um, let us know what you think about this uh, story, get get in touch with us there. Um, we're at TODW Show on Twitter, TODW Show on Instagram, where we'll post the gifts um, after the story is released, and. On Facebook, we are facebook.com forward still slash TODWS. There you go. We'll change the, it at some point. No, it's fine. It's fine. That's just the oddball. Um, if you want, you can also tweet at me at DanJNJ. And don't tweet at Eric because he doesn't like Twitter anymore. I'm still on it, but I also don't <laughs> like Twitter anymore. It's so depressing. <laughs> I was just talking like, the only thing it is is literally just like, oh, what's awful? Oh, yeah, but I want to know about what's awful right away. Somebody said that. Yeah, then it's like, ugh. I just want to fall down that rabbit hole. for? Um, yeah, yeah, but you can, you can hit me at egrissom. <laughs> if you have to. Make the pain stop. If I get to 1,000 followers, maybe I feel a little bit better about myself, and then I'll shut it down. Yeah, get up, get up to the threshold number, and then just completely kill now, it. I, just, I, I don't get a lot of value out of it, I think. Right, I do think we, half the people that follow me probably muted me. The other <laughs> half are bots. So it's like, what? what you know, what's the? Bot? Oh, almost almost entirely bots following me. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think that does right, it. Until uh, our next one, um, you guys should be watching yeah, after this. Will be is, Dan. Time Lash, which time just lash. sounds great. Now, I don't I, know if it's I any good, but it sounds. I literally great. know. Yeah, I know nothing about this one. Uh, uh-uh, me neither. But I have a, a suspicion. Was this one of the ones people said was terrible, and we should do? I have a feeling all of them are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we will find out. So maybe uh, this I'm is going to be it. a wonderful story. Even if it's that... horrible, it's going to be great. So yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. everybody. Bye. See you. Tonight I'm all alone in my room I'll go insane If you won't sleep with me I'll still be with you I'm gonna meet you on the ice cream The ice cream plane For a dark night The ice cream plane Or I'll go insane Well I don't see Getting dark Today we should have gone to a central park Well, don't you want to see me ever again? If not, I'll meet you on the astral plane Astral plane for late night The astral plane Or I'd go insane Robots, you know?